It's DTS 58, and Zer finally sold the Yalahorn. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What is up, everybody? It's BBK Dragoon. Welcome to Destiny, the show number 58. Joining me, as always, is my awesome co-host, Diddy. How you doing this week, man? Looks like a lot of yallies are going around. <laughs> it looks like it, and you finally have one, but not because of Zer. Yes, I got it in the nightfall on Tuesday, and then yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you screen cap that. In our Skype group, I basically, I got kind of mad because I got Yalahorn on Tuesday, he sells it on Friday, and I just, I said some explicit things that got reposted. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was, what a week, dude. I mean, all right, here's the real question. Do you believe Zer is random? Um, I believe Bungie has programmed a random number generator in Zer, and they took Gallahorn out of it. I'm going to pronounce it Gallahorn, just FYI. And that's how they say it. Like, real quick, they say, with the G, they say Gallahorn. Okay, that's how Deej says it. The reason I say it, Gallahorn, in Norse mythology, that's the horn that Heimdall has, and he blows before Ragnarok, and they say Gallahorn. So it's hard for me to break that habit, even though uh, you can hear Deej say it. He says Gallahorn, like you, you say it the correct way. I, I mean, yeah, if the developers pronounce it like that, then obviously I'm right. Um, but anyways, so what was I saying? I totally forgot. Uh, Zer, random. You think yeah, that I it's think random, but they pulled the alley from the pool. Yeah, I think they pulled it from the pool, and then they're just like, it's the end of year one. Let's give them a prize. And they just put it in there. I'm pretty sure, like, mm-hmm. obviously Bungie controls it, but they can also put a n- random number generator in there to give them a random item. And uh, if there's... I'm not going to say if there's too many repeats because we all remember Sunbreakers, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I've got so, a couple of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe not totally random and Bungie controls it, but I think Bungie just gave it to us. If you didn't have 23 coins this weekend and you only had one character, Oof. my heart breaks for you. It really does. Like, there was a post on Reddit about some dude uh, grinding for 12 hours with this kindergarten just to get him a Gallahorn. There was He's a like, post we're on gonna Reddit. We're going to do strikes. We're going to do strikes until you get enough strange coins. We're going to get it. And he finally <laughs> got it. That's good. That's nice that we helped him out. Kindergartians. I can't remember uh, the Taken Tots. That's the word we're going to call the year two the people. The Taken Tots. <laughs> yeah, that's the new like new guardian name. There was a post on the front page of Reddit. And it's like, it's all well and good, guys. But has anyone figured out why there's all the corpses in the cave, <laughs> in the Cosmodrome? And you know Woodhouse, the guy who comments on all the Destiny Reddit mm-hmm. stuff? He's top voted and he's just like, oh, young child, how little you know. <laughs> I just, it's happening. For people who don't know, the very original loot cave in the Cosmodrome, when they Skywatch. got rid of it, yeah, in Skywatch, it's a bunch of corpses, and when you go over them, you hear Raul saying, what is it, like, not a million corpses is good enough or some whatever. Yeah. It comes from the original loot cave, which only very early <laughs> Destiny players remember. I thought it was funny that made front page, though. What'd you play this week? A lot of Destiny. Like, like a lot of Destiny. I did four raids on Friday well, uh, when I was streaming, and... 
didn't get much good stuff, but it was a fun time. Nice. It was yeah, it was so funny. Uh, Lurker Zero, a friend of the show, has made a comeback to Destiny after taking a little bit of a break, and uh, he's like, "I'd like to run the sword uh, for for Crota." And so uh, we were doing the bridge portion. I'm sorry, Lurker. I'm telling this story because it's hilarious. Um, we're doing the bridge portion. We just say, "Just build it normally," and uh, before you get all the way across, you're going to have to jump and sword fly because the bridge is going to deconstruct because we didn't have enough people. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay. And so he's running and running and running. And I say, Lurker, jump now. So he jumps up. And uh, he didn't know that the regular melee attack is the one that sword flies you. And so oh, right as the bridge no. deconstructs <laughs> under him, he pulls the right trigger and he does a straight slam down and dies. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, no. <It> just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that on stream? Uh, not on stream. I think no! I Xbox recorded it. I think I did. I w- <laughs> I'm pretty I sure. Love that and the reaction in Skype must have been so good. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh no. It was awesome. I'm sorry, Lurker. Nice. Uh, I got Yali in the nightfall. This was a beautiful nightfall. So easy. So stinking easy. What was it? The primary? What is the primary one called? Small arms. And Small arms. Arc yeah. and solar winter Vision run. of confluence. Nuke. Dude, it staggered. Dude. Oh, fa- oh I can't. <laughs> I want Fatebringer so bad still. And then I've been playing. I played Metal Gear Solid Three. Beat that this last week. Nice. I'm almost through Peace Walker. Beat Ground Zeroes because Ground Zeroes takes all of thirty minutes to beat. I'm getting ready, man. Metal Gear Solid Five comes out September first. I'm a huge Metal Gear fan, so <laughs> we have a lot of news. More stuff coming from Game Informer. Like every day, it feels like Game Informer is just dropping more and more Taken King news. So why don't we hop into that? Jumping in. News! Up first is the husk of the pit hot fix. It wasn't dropping, and now it's dropping. Apparently it's dropping, like, a lot more. So if you don't have husk of the pit yet, go run the Fist of Crota mission, kill the blades, rinse, repeat. Don't have to beat the mission. It's dropping more. I want to hiccup now. Tess is going. What happened to Tess? And tell us about the new kiosk. They just took Tess out of the tower. You know, they said that she's taking a break for a little bit and they put a robotic kiosk in in her place and, you know, works the same. So you can't even tell. So for special deliveries, it's over by Eva Levante. So that is the shader lady that's kind of over by the speaker. And the new kiosk, by the way, has all of the emblems you've got. No, is it? Is it just the emblems you've gotten from special orders? The emblem and shader kiosk isn't happening until update 2.0. I think that's it. The the new one, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, cool. It's basically the same thing, just a robot instead of Tess. Yeah. Which, I mean, some people had theories that Tess was taken and that she's going to be a raid boss. That I believe happen, it. But that'd be funny. <laughs> I would love it. She comes back. You forgot about me. Uh, other than that, they changed stuff if you guys want to read the hot fix things nothing that's really notable i don't think so moving along next up is the weekly update hey we were right diddy this weekly update actually did say when the twitch reveals were going to be we predicted that (laughs) last week so tell me about the first stream when it's happening and who is the special guest it's happening this wednesday at twitch.tv slash bungie and we're talking all about destiny year two 
and mm-hmm. what that means for Guardians. And it's starting at 11 a.m. Pacific date time, which is uh, 12, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, U.S. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Is yes. it? No, no, no. I think it's 2 p.m., isn't it? Because Pacific is an hour before me, and Eastern is two hours from me. Whatever. Right. They can right. put it into a clock translator. Yeah. Do that. It's going to have executive producer Mark Noseworthy, senior design lead Tyson Green, and community questions will be sourced live by Cosmo. I like that they're getting Cosmo involved right away. And this first stream is about how will you highlight your achievements from year one, basically. What will your Guardian's lifestyle be like in the new and improved tower? How will your Guardian become more powerful over the course of the next year? Is it true that character level and light will rise in new, exciting ways? So they're going to basically be telling people how it works. Year two, level 40 is the max cap. You're going to start year two at the highest light level that you have achieved, or I guess the highest level you have achieved in year one. And... I think we talked about it in previous shows do we have to go any anymore uh no aside from the pro tip at the bottom there don't dismantle anything until this stream because yes. people are like well i don't need my raid legendaries anymore nope that's not the case keep those hold on keep, to them yep hold on to them just wait to see what's going to happen to them because yes we do know that raid and legendary weapons are being left behind but we don't really know what's happening to year one exotics or nope. something like that so hold on to them the following, August 26th, same time, 11 a.m., Pacific time, you're going to have design lead James Sai and Fruit Nation ambassador Mr. Fruit, he's a cool YouTuber, they're going to be going over the Dreadnought. What it's like to infiltrate the Dreadnought, what surprises do the Taken King have for us in combat, how are boss battles different in the Taken King, join us for a new strike against a rival Cabal invasion force. See the new Guardian subclasses in action. So we're going to basically see... The Taken enemies, they're going to talk about the Taken enemies. We're going to see a strike on the Dreadnought. I don't remember the name, if we know the name of that, what that'll be. And we're going to get to see one of the new boss fights in the strike. That'll be cool. I'm really looking forward to that because strikes are a big focus of year two. And then, Diddy, what is the last stream before launch? It's called The Court of Oryx, which is on the 2nd of September at the same time, 11 a.m. Pacific time. It's going to have designer Ben Womack, Scarab Lord Luke Smith and Cool Table Ambassador Laced Up Lauren. Cool. And that's going to be what is in the Dreadnought. How can Guardians plunder the treasures? Come along with us on the patrol. So they're going to go a patrol of the Dreadnought, show off the new treasures. The concept art that they showed here looks cool. That, like, it's actually really freaky. That tall. What would you call those things? Uh, I can't a, remember. A bust? A bust. Something? Yes. Yeah, something creepy. It's like a giant hive guardian. Oh, that would be crazy if that existed. And Laced Up Lauren is a Twitch streamer. So, pretty cool. Deej then talked about, you know, they're doing more stuff to ban people who are cheating. And not to worry if you are a player who, uh, like, if you're not cheating and you just have a bad connection, they say, don't worry. If you've got a really, really bad connection, you might be temporarily banned. But I've not heard any cases of that happening just yet. So, right. cheating, it's a bummer. I'm glad that they've got these things in place. They have permanent bans and temp bans. Most of the time, they're temp banning people, whereas sometimes they perma ban folks. That's it for the weekly update. 
Up next is Game Informer's first impressions of The Taken King. Matt Miller and Ben Reeves with Game Informer got to sit down and play Taken King. There were really no restrictions put on them, and they had a lengthy back-and-forth discussion in this article. We've noted some of our highlights. We're going to talk about them now. Right off the bat, how is story different, mainly personalities? They were saying that Eris, Commander Zavala, and Cade Six, the Titan Vanguard, Hunter Vanguard, and Eris Morn from the Dark Below, they have distinct personalities, interaction, and more direct involvement. So that's pretty big because, you know, those Vanguards, they just sit in the tower and they sell you things, right? But now they're actually, they have cutscenes, which we've seen uh, very short glimpses of. And they're really involved in the storytelling, the, the, the narrators through these story missions. And it's really nice to see them interacting. Yep. They've also said that the tower dialogue of NPCs evolves to show your progress and how you're making an impact on the world as the story progresses. We all know it, it's a little off-putting after you've been like the savior of the tower. You have that little cute, <laughs> you know, Ewok parade after you've beaten the story where everybody comes out, yub yubs and like cheers. Yay, you killed the black ball of goo. But nothing changes. When you talk to the people and the NPCs in the tower, literally nothing changes. So with Taken King... It sounds like they're taking a stab at maybe improving the storytelling, not within the missions itself, but also outside of them in places where there are NPCs. I feel like this is long overdue. I mean, we're we're excited about things that I think we should be expecting from a story um, from Bungie, you know, a, a company the caliber of Bungie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes the tower feel more alive. So once it depicts, like we said, the tower dialogue evolves to show your progress through the story. We've seen a very brief glimpse of Cade Six and the shipwright talking with one another. What if at that point in the story, Cade Six is not at his usual post and you actually have to go over to the shipwright and he's there talking with her and you actually oh, have love to that. interrupt yeah. that conversation. Something Massive like style. that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just makes That'd it feel cool. more alive and have more personality in the NPCs in the tower. Exactly. I mean, Eris, Eris over the course of your missions would say different things. Petra mm-hmm. would as well. But it would be nice, like you said, if you... I'd love to see these guys out in the field. You've never seen Kate outside of his usual place. I've never seen Petra. I mean, we assume Petra's on the ship flying in, right? At the end of the story for the House of Wolves. Right. But that's that's really it. I mean... Why haven't the doors rolled back and we see the queen in the reef? There's that closed off door over by Brother Vance. We all want to know why the guards are guarding that, right? Yeah, does she ever talk to uh, Varix or Brother Vance or the Cryptarch? I mean, come yeah, on, she, she's, she's got to decrypt Engrams too, right? She probably wants to see <laughs> what Vance is selling this week. She's got to re-roll her sniper rifle. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Sometimes she gets emblems in the mail too. The Dreadnought. You can't use your sparrow in the new patrol space. And there is an exotic, I think it's a weapon. It's been split into 50 pieces, and there will be a quest for you to recover those 50 pieces that are spread and hidden all over the Dreadnought. Game Informer says the Dreadnought is large. Bungie has been saying for a long time, this play space is huge. But Diddy and I have a little bit of concern when we read No Sparrow. Is the fact that there's no sparrow maybe artificially making the space feel larger this is speculation either one of us have played the dreadnought so we don't know but did he what do you think yeah i mean if you think about the patrol areas let's take the cosmodrome for example right in one of the very first story missions before you ever get your sparrow and i think it's this story mission that you get your sparrow he's like uh the forgotten shore is miles away but if we get our sparrow we'll be there in just a few seconds you know yeah and it's just like 
Well, yeah, if I have my Sparrow that goes, you know, 80, 100 miles an hour, I can get there pretty quick. But if you actually walk from the spawn point of the patrol area to um, the grottos, like around the Forgotten Shore, all the way behind everything, just like keep going back, it takes a while to get there. And totally. I mean, we've seen an overview like a layout of the Dreadnought Patrol area. And it definitely does seem bigger. Maybe there's one or two extra areas, but I'm really concerned if uh, it it is artificial because there is no Sparrow. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I'm going to be optimistic. I hope it's big. I hope there's lots of secrets. But (laughs) I do, like when you play the mission on Mars where you don't have your Sparrow active at the start, it's like, oh, this is taking forever. Cool pro tip, uh, if you want to learn how to blink three times, there was a video put on Reddit this week. Apparently, when you blink, after you've blinked, you switch your weapon before you land, and you can blink three times in a row before the cooldown happens instead of two times in a row. That's nifty. I didn't know that. It's funny that we're finding that stuff out. Like It's a year, you know? It's almost <laughs> been a year later. So, level and gear stuff. They didn't talk a lot about it in the Game Informer Informer article. I do want to re-emphasize the like, you know, your maximum level in year two is level 40. And gear doesn't work like the same way. You could be a level 40 and then have common gear. Or you could be a level 40 and have legendary gear. The legendary gear is going to have a higher light level. So light level still matters. Consider it like item level in World of Warcraft gear. Missions... And strikes and raids will have a suggested light level. So you might be level 40, but if you've got low light level gear, you might not be ready for insert mission or insert raid here kind of a thing. Did he? They mentioned sacrificing weapons. What's that all about? So it wasn't really explained, and the Game Informer guys were like, this is, I mean, they didn't talk about this at all. But basically there's this notion in the Taken King where you can, if you get multiple of one item say you know i have 16 hard lights right i can dismantle 15 of them and use those parts to soup up my one or something like that it's not really explained and we may have mentioned it before in the podcast but it's uh it's iffy you know it's like they're taking out re-rolling right maybe yeah and what is this gonna do to all of the uh it's a basket of worms or a can of worms. There you go. I mean, this could be dangerous, could be cool, but we need way, way more details. This is not something that, you know, you want to gloss over. I hope this is explained in the stream that Cosmo is going to be taking community questions for. Ghost shells are a thing now. So you can collect different ghost shells that have different aesthetic looks, but also there are perks that go along with your ghost shell. Apparently, the ghosts have a light level, I think, if I read correctly. Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they okay. will increase your light level somewhat. And they some of the perks are something like you get extra glimmer from killing this specific hive enemy or you get um, two points of agility or something or it turns your sparrow's jet stream rainbow or something like that. Yeah, totally. Uh, equipable emotes. We know you'll be able to equip emotes. Obviously, they'll have to add emotes for that to work because we only have four in the game right now. You and I both spoke in the pre-show. We have hopes that there are emotes that can be earned 
and that aren't just microtransactions. They haven't announced anything about microtransactions just yet, but after the Luke Smith interview, what, that's probably <laughs> a month and a half, two months ago when that whole thing happened? Yeah, I wouldn't think they're going to add microtransactions, and to be honest, it would be really cool if they just added the emotes in the game. Like, Taken King, new emotes, there you go. You can equip them if you want. Instead of waving at somebody, you can do a slow clap, like we yeah. did at the... Uh, they, I don't remember which trailer was a long time ago. Yeah, a really long time ago, and it was like after the beta, they did the slow clap guardian. Um, it was the ice bucket challenge video. That's what it was. Yeah, they, the guardian was slow clapping. We're like, man, that's they could put that as an emote in the game or whatever. But that's going to be the new tea bag. The slow clap after you just totally oh. destroy somebody in Crucible. Could you imagine the trials and you just drop that <laughs> after? Oh, the salt would be so real. The salt. <laughs> There's a new consumable that Zur is going to be selling called Three of Coins. And what it does is it increases the exotic drop rate from the next boss you beat. This is cool. We don't know how much it's going to cost in terms of coins. Probably Pro- wouldn't it be three? Three coins? Three of <laughs> coins. I mean, wouldn't it be weird if it's like, it's four coins? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Some men want to see the world burn. This is similar to WoW. If any of you raid in WoW, you know each expansion has... A consumable that you can get. I think you can only get two or three of them each week. And they give you an extra chance at a roll from a raid boss. So let's say I just beat somebody in Hellfire Citadel. It didn't draw out the piece of item or gear that I wanted. I could use that item and have another chance for it to roll to something else. I guess roll's a hard word because Destiny players think of it a little bit differently. But in Destiny... Say you use your three of coins and then you run a strike, you have a higher chance of an exotic dropping. Doesn't mean one will, but if you were to use it, let's say, at a raid point, and you know there's an exotic drop chance at that boss that you beat in the raid, turn on your three of coins, you up the chances for an exotic drop. I think it's a cool idea. I I guess I could see how people would not really like it, though, you know? Yeah, so we we know about consumables. They're they're in the game already, right? I'm thinking yeah. in terms of the trials consumables. Like maybe it's going to be something like that that we purchase for passage coins. This is going to be strange coins, and I'm also thinking um, there's two op- ways they could do this. They could just increase the chance, or once you're at the reward screen for say a dragon strike, right at the very yeah. end, you see the kills, and then you get the rewards right there. If you see that engram, you can maybe uh, mouse over it and click uh, three of coins on it, and it would yeah. give you a different reward. Or I don't know. Oh, it's not a bad idea. In terms of strikes, strikes are a big focus in the Taken King. Xbox One users get three new strikes and three remix strikes. PlayStation 4 users get four new strikes and three remix strikes, so just one extra there are more voiceover lines. There is um, more raid light mechanics, as the Game Informer guys described. So things like running a relic or having to do jumping kind of... I don't know. They didn't say jump puzzles, but more mechanics similar to raid. Some of the stuff they learned from, let's say, the skull loss fight you might find in there. like Running in between pillars with an arc core that makes the boss vulnerable. So that's a great idea. They're doing something for AFK players. They're going to teleport them forward, just like in Prison of Elders. If you stay in the room too long, it'll teleport you into battle. I think that's a pretty stupid idea, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, We don't yeah. want them teleported into the battle. We want them kicked out of our fire team and a new player added, you know? 
Yeah, because if they're just teleported forward, they can still earn the rewards at the end of the fight, you know? Yep. it's It doesn't make any sense. And you and I have said before, too, like, if there's some sort of metric in the game, like this player hasn't put damage into anything for, like, four minutes, it should be a ban. There should be little metrics that they check off to see if this guy's not playing. I've had people who, like, rubber band their controller, so they, like, run into a wall the whole time so they don't AFK out. It's like, come on, like... <laughs> Yeah, really? the game recognizes that you're moving, but let's be real. You're not actually totally. there. <laughs> they went over the new strike playlist. I'll go through them now. We have the Vanguard Legacy, which compiles all the old strikes of Destiny into a playlist you can tackle. Vanguard Ursa is a tougher battle with random heroic modifiers, but rewards legendary marks and engrams. Then you have Vanguard Marmoset. I think that's how it's spelled. And it's exclusively filled with the strikes from the Taken King. In terms of Nightfalls, Bungie is going to handpick the modifiers for Nightfalls pushing forward. Uh, they There could be an issue because like Vanguard Ursa, it sounds cool to have random heroic modifiers, but you know there's going to be just strikes and combos that suck and people are just going to quit out immediately like a stupid heroic modifier, you know? <laughs> Omnigal with Grounded. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's, I think Planet or, uh, Destiny was writing about that. Uh, what is it? The next strike with Grounded would be awful. Because of all those yeah. hobgoblins spawning in. That would be terrible. Yeah. Anything like the, with grounded. Yeah. <laughs> Just get rid of that thing. We don't like it. And I think that was the majority of what there is. So strikes are looking cool. Uh, oh, zone control. In PvP, there's a new game mode called zone control. It's control, but the kills don't matter. Just like whose line is it anyway. So it's like domination from <laughs> Call of Duty. I'm excited about it. I think that'll be a fun playlist. But Diddy brought up a good point. If you face a really good team that knows how to run the objective, you there's going to be some slaughter fests. Like, there's yeah. going to be some total blowout games that Shaxx ends early. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's going to be there's going to be two sides to the coin, right? There's going to be the guy that totally avoids the objective and gets like 70 plus kills and he's just running around the map killing you, but he's not yeah. going to win the game, right? And then there's the other side of the coin. And I was actually telling you about my uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 days. Uh, yeah. my my friends and I were like, let's let's try and get let's try and 200 to 0 the this team and in domination in Call of Duty, it's 200 points to win. And yeah. uh, each team spawns at a point, so it's really easy to capture at least one point. But uh, we force them not to capture any points the entire match. So this is a DTS challenge. As soon as Taken King drops, zone control, completely dominate the enemy. Get them zero points. Yeah. And then send it to us. And you will win our gratitude. Mm. Worth it. Oh, Hashtag yeah. worth it. Talk about the eight new Crucible maps. That's the last big thing Game Informer showed us this week. Uh, what map stood out to you? I know for me, uh, was it Ghost Ship? Is that what it's called? That one stood out to me. So uh, we got to see eight new maps and, yeah, drive away. Vertigo, right? Is yeah. That, is that, that's one of them? It has yes. those um, Vex time gates, like teleporters, yep. right? Yeah, like, like man cannon things. Yeah, like why wasn't well not necessarily man cannons either because that's on different maps too, right? They mm -hmm. like you walk through a vex time gate and you're on a different side of the map. Yes, yeah, which is absolutely. Cool. Like, and they also have those man cannon things type things we've seen in the mayhem gameplay trailers. Just like yeah, more dynamic right. map stuff is really cool, and I'm really glad they're adding it. Ghost ship is the smallest crucible map in Destiny, and I'm telling you what. 
It looks exactly like midship from Halo 2. Even the colors. It's blue. It's got that, you know, fallen blue. <laughs> but dude, it's it's like midship. It's really cool. I'm I really want some small maps. I guess shotguns are gonna kind of probably frustrate the heck out of people because blinking on a small map like that. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually that will Anomaly be like a shot over again. <laughs> Even worse, dude, because it's like a tiny little circle. You don't have many of the uh routes and the extra stuff so there may be a new exotic shotgun from tex mechanica which are the people who mechanica thank you they make the last word did you see the shotgun it looks sweet dude yeah it's got the uh engraving um, that cool engraving on the side yeah that's what that's what i meant yeah it's got the um the flip the shotgun flip that the last word has the lever (sighs) action that's what i'm trying to say lever action like the model 1887s Oh, oh a lot of Modern Warfare 2 references today. Uh, yeah, I mean, man, that game was fun. That was a fun game. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah, they look cool. If you want to check out the video, you should. And I, don't I want more Tex to... Mechanica weapons. Absolutely. It's cool like, to see more family weapons, right? Because that means yeah. there could be... I hope Bad Juju has something. There's apparently a scout <laughs> rifle that's like Bad Juju. And it refills ammo with, like, precision strikes or something like that. So... <laughs> I don't know. Black Hammer, the scout rifle. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, it'd be burly. No, thanks. Let's do... It came from Twitter! Part of the show where we read your tweets here on the show. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done so. It's because we've been busy with news. We're going to be busy with news for the next few weeks. But we do love our community. Thank you so much for your support. Diddy tweeted out this week, Now that everyone has access to Yellowhorn, what is going to be the most desired exotic... Diddy, do you want to start down at the bottom and we just read through people's responses? I'm really curious about this, to be honest. Yeah, so we have Travis Ramsey chiming in with Hawk Moon. That was actually my first impression as well, because now that Taken King, we get Xbox users finally get access to the Hawk Moon, the fourth horseman. Uh, that was going to be my guess for Hawk Moon. So, I uh, really love the way that gun looks. I desperately <laughs> want a Hawk Moon when year two gets here. Do you have one on the PS4? Nope. Oh, okay. And that's why I still play on the Xbox. <laughs> At Cash Boxy? Sadly, I have all the weapons and all the armors. Zur can't surprise me. It's got to be something left that you want. Once maybe? Taken King hits, you know, Zur's going to yeah. have a whole new set of stuff. I mean, maybe not the first week because, as we know, with House of Wolves, Whoa, first week be was... so troll. <laughs> that'd be so Zur, dude. He's selling Sunbreakers week one. That'd be uh. terrible. <laughs> Flashbacks. Who's next? <laughs> we have Key Trick Washington. Uh, probably the exotic ciphers from Prison of Elders until the new DLC drops. My favorite exotic is still Mita, no question. Do you have Lord of Wolves, uh, Queen Breaker's Bow, I have or Queen Breaker's Bow? Okay. Did I don't you have the other two? You wanted Dregs until you saw gameplay with it. Yeah, I wasn't sold. No, like, I want Lord of Wolves. Yeah. That's I, that's the one I've almost finished up that thing for the cypher at sock maniac 89 no land beyond after i heard of the new weapon balance i cannot seem to find one after breaking down five of them oh no <laughs> he's he's stoked for the nlb buff yeah that 20 percent bonus damage on the master perk is pretty significant next up we have for at yeah of course at nm squad destiny nightmare squad shout out once the weapon rebalancing comes in it could be hard light. <laughs> if it is, 
If it is hard light. I'm glad I kept the most recent one I got. <laughs> that would be so funny. You're on what? 15? 16? 16. Yeah. Oh my the one I currently have is my 16th and I've kept it. At Zeppi Prime says the fourth horseman, as does Mongo 312. How does that shotgun feel? I know I watched Broman use it in the like the. I've Twitch only seen videos of it. It shoots yeah. insanely fast. <laughs> so like <laughs> Omnigal Arc Burn, you jump up with the Defender Titan with Saint Fourteen, you melt her in Just ten seconds, nuked, and it's gone. Right? Yeah, it's pretty insane. The range is terrible on it. At yeah. Vendetta X three sixty Hawk Moon. Very good. At Rhino666, the sleeper simulant. Oh, by the way, it stimulant. is simulant. I know I said stimulant in last week's show, and I also wrote that in our um, YouTube layout. It's sleeper simulant. There were some places that were printing it as stimulant, so Typo. I have a little bit of leeway there. <laughs> at Cody, or not at Cody, at Theron Sniper also named Cody, says, Hawk Moon. P.S. I have two, and I just started on PlayStation 4 a month ago. Rub it in. Gosh. <laughs> oh, I hey. I feel like uh, our listeners have incredible <laughs> luck with some of these drops, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, at Joe uh, Maiden, Maiden and the Vanguardian, they also say Hawk Moon as well. So, like, that's a that's, lot of Hawk Moon love. I think the Hawk Moon is getting a lot of love. At Nevin Douglas says it's still Yalahorn, and then Lee Blackwood told us truth. Truth, I could see a lot of people wanting because that is such a monstrous PvP gun, PvP, and it's still oh gonna be gosh. monstrous in PvP, right? Absolutely. Even though they're nerfing nades and horseshoes, it's like the tracking on truth is insane. Yeah, it is an interesting question because now everybody gets Yalahorn. I actually am kind of glad that like. Anybody who wanted it could get it before year two. We're going to get to try it. Every every strike you're going to play now, or Prison of Elders, for the rest of year one, is going to be a breeze. You're going to have two and three people always with Yali, or a full Crota crew with just Yalis. is going to be delicious. But after I got the drop for the Yalahorn, it was this nice feeling. You know, I know I didn't earn it. I've been playing this whole year. I've played a lot of <laughs> Destiny over this year, right? It was a dice roll. I, I had a nice dice roll that gave me it. But it still was this, it felt really rewarding. I kind of hated myself for like, gosh, I was so happy I got this gun. You know, it. how was it for you when you got yours? I was, it was just shock. Like, yeah. I had just turned off the stream and I just, I wanted to play salvage and I was losing and I lost the game. And I was like, well, that just, that was just a waste of time. Diddy yep. found Gallarhorn. I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Did you audibly <laughs> say something when nobody was around? Did you do the, oh, yes! <laughs> yeah, I did. And my girlfriend wasn't even home, so I was just talking to myself at the computer screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just have to wait and see what the new desirable things are. Enjoy your Yalahorns. Before our shout-outs, I want to say a special thank you to all the listeners of Destiny the Show, everybody who has supported us this last year. We get a lot of nice messages through our website, through our email, through Facebook. We really appreciate the listeners. You know, I just, it's been a cool adventure, hasn't it, man? Absolutely. I mean, we wouldn't be here without the listeners. Agreed. You guys have made this something very special. We hope to continue. There's going to be a lot of news coming with The Taken King, a lot of big things happening. Destiny is a 10-year adventure. We've just knocked out what I would consider to be the beta, you know, just the trial, the very beginning, the prologue. So much more to come. Diddy, where can people find your content? 
twitter.com slash diddy dts d-i-t-t-y dts and twitch.tv slash destiny the show I'm going to do the shout-outs right this week. Check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com. They have the best stats and all the cool tracking stuff. You can now see, like, a collection. So you can see all of the exotics that you have and which ones you are missing. It's a cool new feature. Rippin' has, like, everything. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. It's a lot of stuff. Uh, you can check out our Facebook at Facebook.com slash show. See, I did it right. Our Twitter is at Destiny the Show. Tweet us to be featured on It Came From Twitter. I'm imagining, I imagine the next few weeks we'll have It Came From Twitter as news slows down a little bit. And check us out on DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today and more. You can follow me at BBKDragoon or YouTube.com slash BBKDragoon. Have a great week. Shoot stuff with your yallies. See you next time.